0: All right, everyone, welcome back to Team Preacher, everyone, and we're going to be in First John. So this is the first day of our beginning reading and studying and preaching. Well, I will be doing the preaching. You'll be doing the listening, of course, since I can't hear you on the other side. <laughs> um, first John. All right, so chapter 1, we're going to be doing uh, verse 1 to 5. We'll keep it small and short, but also amazingly sweet, just like all the Word of God is. All right. So, sweet, powerful, amazing. I don't know if there I can't, I can keep going on and on and on, so I'll end there. So, First John chapter 1, verse 5, 1 to 5, and I'll pray first, all right? Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful day, Lord, that you've given us. I pray, uh, Lord, bless us in your word, speak to us, help us to grow, add to our faith, and I thank you for your, uh, um, all that you've given us, Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so First John chapter 1, let's start in verse 1. It says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, Jesus Christ, that's what it's talking about, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Verse 4 And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. So, understand it here um, in these three verses. John is talking about um, all the things that they have seen, heard, and just the amazing power and amazing stuff that Jesus Christ has done, and they bear witness to the people that have not seen it. And uh, as we read here, verse 4, it says, "...and these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full." So the verse I'd also picked out for understanding of, this, um, ver- um, of these verses here, 2 Peter 1.19, you probably know it. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. So understand this here, we have a more sure word, a prophecy. We have this amazing word of God. So even though we have not seen it and we have not bear witness of it, we have the word of God, which is a more sure word. And uh, what verse 4 says, And these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. Because of these amazing, wonderful works of the Lord Jesus, we can be full of joy. I always think of this verse when I'm, when you're ever doubting your salvation. I read this verse and I'm like, Jesus Christ has come and died on the cross for my sins. And all this whole word of God, this amazing, um, this just amazing uh, um, canon of scripture. It says, and these things, um, and these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. All of this is so that I can be full of joy. I am saved. The Lord Jesus has come down and he is—he has is filled me. He dwelleth in me. His blood has cleansed away all my sin. And he is forever closer than a brother to me. He's my closest friend. And I will be going to heaven someday to meet him. And I'll be going to heaven, a place that I don't deserve. And we there's so much more to be joyful of. Don't be one of those people that live in the negative, live in the shadows, who... Dark and dreary. You don't always have that. I talked about this last week or two weeks ago. The poochy lip. I think that's correct. I usually say pouchy lip, which is wrong. Yeah, I know you can laugh. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> the poochy lip. That's what we don't want to have. We, our joy can be full, everybody. Verse 5 says, This then is the message which we have heard of of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. Did you hear that at all? There's no darkness whatsoever. Nothing, not even a uh, you know, not even a piece of dust. There's not a speck. That's the word I was looking for. Not a speck of darkness in the Lord Jesus. God is pure. If ye, if we say that we have fellowship with him. And walk in walking darkness, we lie and do not the truth. As Christians, we are always going to be—we um, should be walking on the narrow path—but not all Christians do. Sometimes we might waver. Sometimes we walk side to side, and we come close to the edges. And sometimes we take it—we take steps back. Sometimes we trip. Sometimes things happen. But in all of that, walk in the light. Don't decide, don't waver, don't walk in the darkness. Because you say, hey, I got such a relationship with the Lord, I serve God, I do this and I do that, and you, say, you, you point to everybody else that you have such a fellowship with the Lord and that there's no better friend to Him than Him. And, you, you know, and really, you're lying because when you go back home, what do you do? You go back and you dwell upon yourself. You walk in the darkness of this world and you... um. Oh, as you say, you, um, subject yourselves to the wickedness and the evil things of this world, the lust of the flesh, the lusty eyes and the pride of life. And you put, <laughs> excuse me, you put the Lord aside and you don't put Him in your life and you put this world and you consume this world. And then you go to church and you're like, yeah, I'm an amazing Christian. I know this and this and that, but you don't walk in the light. You walk in the darkness, um, walk in the light, everybody. Verse 6 again, I'm just going to read. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But I also think of it in another um, area of thinking, another angle of this verse is if you're a person who, an unsaved person, you know that many unsaved people that show f- that they have faith and they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and yet they walk in darkness as well, and they walk not in the light. And uh, yeah, don't lie. Yeah, don't lie. All right, so... um verse 7. Um, let's read verse 7. It says, But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Praise the Lord. Um, um, another uh, verse I have here, um, I think this is 2 Peter? Second Peter, um, Peter one twenty. Knowing this, um, first that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. Oh, that, yeah, that was the, one of the verses I was going to talk about. I guess I forgot to read it Forgive me for that. Uh, that's just one of those verses is, um, uh, I know there's, um, I know many people, I know many, okay. I know a few people, um, preachers or whatever people who, um, this verse, um, would convict them or, Hey, they maybe like explain it away. Knowing this, First, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. You know, hey, you know, we are all special in the Lord's eyes. But, you know, God does not choose one in particular person to give some great and powerful knowledge that no, he's not given to anybody else. You know, there's no, um, we're not all, I just we're all individually special in the Lord's eyes. But God is not going to speak to one person more than the other. Unless they, you know, unless they go to him and seek more than other people. But I'm not saying, I'm, well, I'm going on top of myself. When the word says, you know, when I read from this, and I'm saying, okay, I'm, just, I'm coming out of this, and I'm reading, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. Means there are other people that have come to the same interpretation. If there is none, then something's going on. Something's wrong. Um, You know, and read it just from what it says. You know, you can't explain this away. It's what the verse says. No one, you know, there's just, there's been preachers or people that have gone astray from the word of God or from, you know, um, the right um, biblical standards because, hey, they think they found something that no one else in the world has ever found. They're amazing. God has spoken to them in a supernatural way and they know something that no one else will understand they're like hey you're all still godly but you know and without saying i'm just more godly than you and uh hey you know that just happens um pride you know pride is one of the most wickedest and evilest things in a man's life hey the pride of life is one of the main sins (sighs) one of the three you know the lust of flesh lust the eyes and the pride of life it is it is a weakness for so many, and especially men. Pride of life. Not saying any, you know. I'm just pride of life is extremely hard for men, and having that pride and being better than everybody else. Um, and you know, we need to be humble. We need to be humble. My uh, pastor um, today is actually Sunday for me. Uh, pastor, my pastor, he just preached a sermon on being humble, and it was very convicting. Very convicting, on putting more effort. On serving others rather than serving yourself, and you know what was an amazing what my pastor preached is when you serve somebody else. You know, maybe you already have this down, but it's just something to think about. Don't expect something in return. Serving somebody and not receiving anything in return—that's how Jesus. That's how Jesus was, and that's how we need to be. Um, all right, let's get back on track. First, John. Um, I already read. Uh, I think yeah, I read five, six um seven i read seven i will read seven again but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship one with another and the blood of jesus christ his son cleanses us from all sin and then it says if we oh yeah first whoa where whoa where am i where am i going verse five is our last verse forgive me whoa i just got carried away well guess what i'm let's just finish the whole thing um man we're only at 11 minutes and uh let's just do the whole chapter Usually go to five verses, but I feel like we still got time in the hands and man, I completely forgot. Maybe the Lord just took that out of my uh, memory banks and he says, we're going to keep going. They're um, just talking about serving the Lord and being the light of the world. Everybody John 8, um 8, 12 says, then spake Jesus again unto them saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the r- light of life. And uh, in that, even talking now, going back to that verse where it says that we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness. We lie and do not the truth. How do we walk in the light? We walk in his way. It says in John 8, 12, um, then spake Jesus again unto them saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. We need to follow after Lord Jesus. Now, of course, we'll just go to six to 10. Since I already was reading eight um, and talking, we're just going to keep continuing about walking in the light. Ephesians 6, 7, if anybody, um, if anybody in here watched my YouTube channel for a while, while when Team Preacher was on YouTube only, um, Ephesians 5, 8 is what I meant to say. Ephesians 5, 8 says, for ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. That was one of my main themes for Team Preacher was walking as children of light. We were once in darkness. But now, since we are saved, we are in light in the Lord. The Lord has made us his um, children. We are, we are of his light. And uh, let's, uh, let's serve the Lord to our best ability and share this light, not keep it to ourselves. Um, also, another verse is Romans 3.23. It says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Um, for all have sinned everybody. We need to reach everyone with the delight. Not just a select few. You know, I had people telling me a few times where you need to select the bright people to give out the gospel. But I don't see it as, you know, this person might be more happy. This person might be more rude. I don't see it. I I can see that angle. But then I'm like, but I, I believe God wants me just to be a messenger. Not to decide who gets it but it'd be a messenger and give everybody the opportunity. Um, you know, people will, some Christians will say, well, what if another opportunity occurs and this person remembers you and now you've just ruined it? Well, how many people are in America? And what are the, you know, and then count up the few of the Christians who are, um, have the you know, courage um, to give out the gospel, now, well, taking that math. Now, I'm not a genius mathematician at all. I'm like zero, ranking zero. Um, I'm pretty simple. Um, but I'm just kind of throwing it out there. If you are a mathematician, hey, take up my take up the math and maybe prove me wrong. But if you take up all those Christians that give out the gospel tracts, what are the chances that another Christian giving out the gospel is going to reach that same person with it? More commonly... The person that you decided not to give out a gospel track to, they're never going to see the light ever again. They're never gonna they're never gonna receive another gospel track. So the chances, yeah, it's just it does nothing adds up because it's not supposed to. God asks us to give out the gospel. So have a tendered heart, have a broken spirit. And when you walk in and you just see these people, don't try to pick, don't try to choose. Just let the Holy Spirit control and be like, okay, give one to you, give one to you, give one to you. Hey, that person looks like they're having a bad day. They're going to give me a hard time. But hey, I fully believe the Lord wants me to give this person a chance at least. So this is my always example. So if I am in heaven and somehow I see the lineup for the people going to hell, And I see that person that I saw in Edwards, Hannaford, uh, Walmart, and I saw just across the street and I saw them there and they looked at me in tears and thought, why didn't you try to give me a gospel track? Why didn't you try? And to think of my own self and be like, I was so selfish and I just, I could just, I could feel myself just feeling uh, just broken up in tears, just feeling sorry and feeling regret and just I don't want to live in that. I want to live and go to heaven knowing that I just I gave as many people as I could a chance. As many as I could. And uh sharing this light. You know, we're talking about walking in the light. Let's verse um let's go to verse 9. Um we'll just wrap up these two verses. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. If you sin, you always have a way for the Lord to forgive you. <clears throat> you don't, it's not a, yeah, you don't have to get resaved after you sin. You just have to, uh, confess the Lord and he will forgive you. His blood is, uh, forever has cleaned us of our stain of sin. Verse 10. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Don't be that person that, uh, You know, that uh, if you're unsaved, we all have sinned. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have sinned. And I just, uh, I'm just going to transition it back. I'm going to be wrapping up. I just want to transition it back to being the light of the world. You know that song? um, Don't let Satan blow it out. I'm going to let it shine. Oh, don't let Satan blow it out. I'm going to let it shine. And, you know, don't let Satan blow it out, everybody. Don't let, um, if you are a genius, you know, don't think of all the mathematical problems and things and whatever genius people think of when, you know, you know, I find that the smartest people, um, well, actually, they're not really that smart, but they find themselves in math and other stuff, very, the very intellectual people. I find, always make excuses about giving in the gospel tracts. That's just what I've known it, seen. You know, not saying that's what you've seen. Maybe you've had a different point. Um, you've seen different um, people with diff- do different things, okay? Because I can say the people that are very simple, make the, they make up excuses too. Um, it is so easy for the simpleton and genius people to make up excuses, the Christians, just not to give out gospel tracts, not to share this light. We need to share this light. And you know, you don't even, you don't just have to give out gospel tracts to share this light. You can share this light when you're at church and you're preaching the word of God. That's how the Lord uses the light of my life, preaching the word of God and also giving out gospel tracts, um, learning an instrument, even though you don't really, I'm not, I'm not that really good at an instrument, but if you are share the light, the Lord is using you as an instrument to play an instrument, to give him the glory, share the light with others. Use your voice, sing for his praise, share the light with other people. You know, I can't tell you how many times that, um, at church where I've just, I've worked, um, at times where you, um, you work, people in the church will work hard at serving the Lord in many ways, just sharing that light, being a, a blind, a blinding, a beaming light, whatever you want to say, call it. And other people notice other Christians are encouraged other, um, you know, yeah, just other people are encouraged. Other people are changed. Other people are touched. Because what's the thing? The thing about light is if, if you're bright enough, you can touch everything around you. And don't you want to do that as a Christian? Don't you want your life to be just an amazing example of Jesus Christ that you shed, you share this light around you being your own small little sun. What did you, you know, what did you call how much you, but I'd want to be a blue sun just because that's my favorite color. I'm absolutely just kidding. There's, there's actually several suns. I know I'm going on a rabbit trail right now. Um, You don't have to choose. You can be a red sun. You can be a uh, white sun. You can be a yellow one, like uh, the normal one, orange or red. That's on an eclipse though. All right. I'll get out of there. That rabbit hole. Um, but being that light for the Lord Jesus Christ, being that example of Jesus Christ and sharing that, just beaming it out so that other people are changed, that you touch other people's lives. You encourage other Christians, you encourage the lost to get saved just by who you are for the Lord. You know, um, I had a person in my life way back when he always used to ask me, Elijah, you need to figure out who you are. And uh, I might actually preach a sermon on that, on who we are. And, you know, I don't know what he was looking for. Um, I always was puzzled because I know who I am. Um, It's just kind of a weird question to ask. Like, yeah, I was probably like seven when I... No, I'm like, I know who I am. But he. I guess what you mean is what the title of your life is going to be. What is the title of your life? You know, and I want who I am to be Jesus Christ, an example of Jesus Christ. I don't want people to see boring, um, Oh Wow, I can't even say that word correctly. I'm not, not going to even try. It's a tongue twister for me right now. Um, just, I don't want people to see Elijah. I want people to see Jesus Christ. I want to reflect Christ so much that when people see me, that my light touches everyone around me. And I pray for the same for you. That we don't, um, even though people know us by our name and we still, you know, I just, as an example, I want every, I want somebody to, I want people to see Jesus in me. And we all want that. I would hope. And, uh, we all need to work on that. Being the light of the world. The light of the world is Jesus and where he is he, he is dwelling within us. And we got to share that light with the rest of the world and, uh, be the light. Alright, I'm going to end us in some prayer, and I pray that was a blessing to you. I know I probably had went down some rabbit trails, and I probably, uh, yeah, today was not as, didn't go as directly as planned. And, uh, you know, well, you know what? It was in God's plan. You know, I I say that a lot sometimes, like, ah, it wasn't as what I was planning, but hey, it's okay. You know what? It was what God planned, you know, because even though I didn't have it planned, God still have it planned, I think just this just in a small example, um my uh um, the relationship I was in, um yeah it just it didn't go. it just and um the Lord ended it. it just wasn't it wasn't my plan um but it was God's plan um to that it didn't work out. It was God's plan that we both her and I would learn something new, and it was God's plan that uh um, He would use both of us in different ways. And, uh, Lord, you know, just the Lord has different plans. So if things don't work out in your life, just remember, well, it's not had plan. It's not what, you know, it's not what I had planned. Don't be on me be on, you know, whatever happens. It was the Lord's plan. Um, it was the Lord's plan. Just remember that, everybody. <laughs> I don't know why it just popped in my head at the moment. And I thought I'd share and you just remind everybody. Whatever thing you're going on, going in, you know, whatever thing in your life. Remember, whatever thing go, whatever goes down, it's God's plan. And uh, trust the Lord through it. And uh, be the light of the world, to everybody. No matter what happens. Remember, it's God's plan. And by that, you can have the joy of the world. Um, The, whoa, the joy. It's just forever filled with joy. (laughs) All right, I'm going to end because I will keep talking. All right, Lord, thank you for this wonderful day, Lord. I pray thank you for your word. And Lord, thank you for uh, giving us so much uh, of just amazing scripture today and uh, growth that we can work on and being the light of the world, sharing the gospel, sharing this light in every way that you want us to. I pray, Lord, if things don't go as we have planned, Lord, that we'd remember that this is how you have it planned. And that still we could be the light, the beaming light that you want us to be. Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Have a good week, everybody. I pray everybody has a blessed uh, Sunday, blessed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and Saturday. And, of course, yes, oh uh, yeah, Sunday, next Sunday is Christmas Eve. And then, of course, the next Monday to that, Christmas Day, which it's a Monday. So I will actually also have that day off. So guess what? I will probably preach on that day um either i'll preach that sunday or preach that um or i'll preach that uh uh, monday morning and we're gonna have a christmas so i might preach another a first john and i might preach a christmas pray about it i'll pray about it you can also pray about it for me thanks please and thank you um and uh, we might do both or we just might have a christmas um special i guess um so, I'll probably try to put some music in there I don't know if it'll just be me singing or I might have some of my siblings sing with me, my brother and sister um It's a lot easier it's more a lot more beautiful when it's uh other people, not just me <laughs> you uh um but uh we'll uh maybe we'll have an instrument as well and uh just um I haven't prepared it yet a christmas um sermon, so pray for me but a good uh we'll uh have a good study um, next Monday, uh, on our, for our Christmas special sermon. And, uh, all right, I'll let you all go. All right. The Lord be with everyone. Bye.